ಬಂದಿದೆ ಬಂದಿದೆ ಹಿರಿಯರ ವಾಣಿ ಹಿರಿಯರೇ ಇತರ ರಾಜಾರಾಣಿ ಹತ್ತೋಣ ನಾವು ಅವರ ನೆನಪಿನ ದೋಣಿ ಕೇಳುತ್ತಾ ಖುಷಿ ಪಡೋಣ ಹಿರಿಯರ ವಾಣಿ ಕೇಳ್ತಾನೆ ಖುಷಿ ಪಡೋಣ ಹಿರಿಯರ ವಾಣಿ ಕೇಳ್ತಾನೆ ಖುಷಿ ಪಡೋಣ ಹಿರಿಯರ ವಾಣಿ ಇದು ಹಿರಿಯರ ಕತೆ ಹಿರಿಯರ ಜೊತೆ ನಿಮ್ಮ ಹಿರಿಯರ ವಾಣಿಯಲ್ಲಿ ಕೇಳ್ತಾನೆ ಇರಿ ಖುಷಿಯಾಗಿರಿ ಹಲೋ ಲಿಸ್ನರ್ಸ್ ದಿಸ್ ಇಸ್ ಯುವರ್ ಆಚೆ ಚಂದನಾ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಐ ವೆಲ್ಕಮ್ ಯು ಆಲ್ ಟು ಅನುಭವ್ ಅ ಜಾಯಿಂಟ್ ಪ್ರಾಜೆಕ್ಟ್ ಆಫ್ ನ್ಯಾಷನಲ್ ಇನ್ಸ್ಟಿಟ್ಯೂಟ್ ಆಫ್ ಸೋಷಿಯಲ್ ಡಿಫೆನ್ಸ್ ಮಿನಿಸ್ಟ್ರಿ ಆಫ್ ಸೋಷಿಯಲ್ ಜಸ್ಟೀಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಎಂಪವರ್ಮೆಂಟ್ ಗೌರ್ಮೆಂಟ್ ಆಫ್ ಇಂಡಿಯಾ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಮೀಡಿಯಾ ಫಾರ್ ಕಮ್ಯುನಿಟಿ ಫೌಂಡೇಶನ್ ಇಂಪ್ಲಿಮೆಂಟೆಡ್ ಬೈ ನೈಟಿಂಗಲ್ಸ್ ಮೆಡಿಕಲ್ ಟ್ರಸ್ಟ್ ಪ್ರಾಜೆಕ್ಟ್ ಕನ್ಸೀವ್ಡ್ ಬೈ ಡಾಕ್ಟರ್ ಆರ್ ಶ್ರೀಧರ್ ಪ್ರಾಜೆಕ್ಟ್ ಇನ್ವೆಸ್ಟಿಗೇಟರ್ ಅಲೋಕ್ ವರ್ಮಾ ಕೋಆರ್ಡಿನೇಟರ್ಸ್ ಪೂಜಾ ಮುರಾಡಾ ಸಾಯಿ ಸುಧಾ ಕೌಶಲ್ಯ ಗೌರ್ಮೆಂಟ್ ಆಫ್ ಇಂಡಿಯಾ ಹ್ಯಾಸ್ ಇನಿಷಿಯೇಟೆಡ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಎಲ್ಡರ್ ಲೈನ್ ಟೋಲ್ ಫ್ರೀ ನಂಬರ್ ಒನ್ ಫೋರ್ ಫೈವ್ ಸಿಕ್ಸ್ ಸೆವೆನ್ ಎಲ್ಡರ್ಸ್ ಆರ್ ಎನಿ ಒನ್ ಆನ್ ಬಿಹಾಫ್ ಆಫ್ ಎಲ್ಡರ್ಸ್ ಕೆನ್ ಕಾಲ್ ಬಿಟ್ವೀನ್ ಮಾರ್ನಿಂಗ್ ಏಟ್ ಎ ಎಮ್ ಟು ಏಟ್ ಪಿ ಎಮ್ ಫಾರ್ ಎನಿ ಕ್ವೆಶನ್ಸ್ ಕ್ವೈರೀಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಸಪೋರ್ಟ್ ಟು ಎಲ್ಡರ್ಲಿ ಹೌ ಡು ಯು ಫೀಲ್ ವೆನ್ ಯು ಹಿಯರ್ ದ ವರ್ಡ್ ಡಿಮೆನ್ಷಿಯಾ ವರೀಡ್ ಆ್ಯಂಕ್ಷಿಯಸ್ ಫಿಯರ್ಫುಲ್ ಡೆವಾಸ್ಟೇಟಿಂಗ್ ಎಸ್ ಇಟ್ ಕುಡ್ ಬ್ರೇಕ್ ಯು ಡೌನ್ there are many families who came across the situation in recent years let's hear from one among them to know what were the initial signs of the disease what were the challenges they faced and how did they cope up with the situation we have mrs vijay lakshmi who is a primary caregiver of a person with dementia with us to share her experience hi ma'am how are you hi hi chandana i'm doing good how are you good thank you Uh, firstly thank you so much for uh, making yourself available we know you are uh, caring for a person with dementia that's your husband from uh, quite some time now uh, we would like to uh, know your experience so i'm going to ask you, you know, five questions you can answer them first question is what were the early changes you noticed and when did you decide to go for a diagnosis uh i think uh, in uh, 2018 in november ramchandran uh, decided to retire from the uh, services it was his uh, voluntarily he decided he was around 63 years old at that time and uh, the re- the reason was that the office was in third floor and he was not able to climb up and there was no lift and other things so he wanted to take uh, uh, retirement i mean you know he wanted to retire and uh, which was okay but only think uh, from the beginning we had noticed that he was not very comfortable being alone at home uh, so that was the biggest uh, fear so i used to ask him how do you plan to spend your time i will go to work we are only two of us at home so that was the thing and then uh, there was no specific answer but i think a couple of months he enjoyed uh, you know taking that uh, resting you know most of the time resting time and all that you know he enjoyed it but sometime in the month of march uh, you know or even little before march uh, you know he's uh, he will be very dull when i come back home or he will be in the verge of crying or crying saying that uh, in future don't go to work i cannot stay alone get me a job all that you know and he will cry crying was little unusual and uh, initially i said see this is why i told you not to retire and uh, like that you know uh, those things were happening uh, but when when this crying was almost on a daily basis thing we decided that something there is something more 
we need to attend to it it is just then uh, not the um, just he's not able to manage his time or something like that that's when we decided to and with the help of my uh, a person who is known to us we we saw a very senior physician general physician a lot of test and uh, you know all those things were done mri was also done all that and uh, sometime uh, you know then it also increased to uh, crying spells or panic attack that kind of thing then we saw a neurologist and then a psychiatrist and uh, i think this was going on for about uh, you know one one and a half years and then uh, in between uh, when my daughter was there at home during delivery it was completely normal because there were children i mean there was her child was there she was there i was there at home so that four five months he was completely uh, normal and uh, then we decided uh, you know on and off this kind of a uh, depressive mood and other things used to be there so then finally we ended up uh, you know going to nimhans you know because he was taking medicine and some of the you know the symptoms were we were still able to see he was continuing to cry and other things so we thought uh, i mean we took him to nimhan sometime in month, month of march 2020 until then he was completely even though these uh, cry spells and other things were there i i didn't find any memory deficit or something he used to be very willing to go to shops he used to do everything independently travel alone use uh, financial transactions bank work everything he used to do himself in uh, march 2020 we went to uh, nimhans and then uh, they asked us to do a neuropsych test and then uh, some more blood test and other things and by the time we i mean we finished this test but before we could that, uh, get the result of the neuropsych test and the next appointment the lockdown started the first lockdown started when the first lockdown started uh, you know there was nothing else to do he couldn't go even to the temple and things like that he used to sleep nearly 15 20 hours 18 hours 20 hours like that continuously and after the lockdown was uh, there uh, i know this uh, uh, you know the first appointment we took him to uh, nimhans actually again and uh, that is how we thought you know more uh, you know what to say neurologist or a psychiatrist help is required and that is how in 2020s where we went to nimhans okay okay thank you so how was the diagnosis communicated to you by the doctor and what impact it had on you and the rest of your family we were uh, uh, yeah as i said uh, you know we went to nimhans uh, the first day of the after the lockdown was lifted the opd was started somehow we managed to get an appointment and then we went to a psychiatrist department there one of the doctors who had the file who had our file he said see he has dementia so please go to uh, this um, geriatric psychiatrist department and then he just directed us through a nurse or somebody he said just take them there there we happened to see a very young doctor and uh, his name is dr adesh agarwal and he spent the next two hours minimum asking various questions what do you mean by tell how it all started this that many things many repeated questions and then asking back and forth questions and more explanations all that and then he found that uh, you know he is on too many medications he had also seen the uh, you know the other medical reports and things like that and uh, one and another thing is that some or one of the medicine is not working with him so that is what he uh, thought it is and he said we will try this something seems to be not working for him let us try this 
so he tapered down slowly one after the other the uh, medicines were stopped and by the end of march uh, i mean june uh, uh, 30th i think all the neuro medicines were stopped so for the next two months again he was completely all right uh, you know by then a little bit of this lockdown was had uh, lifted up so he used to go to the shop he used to go to the temple all that but uh, you know and uh, Uh, during one of the visits uh, you know when we had to collect the file and then go to you know, give the file to the doctor that is when i noticed that in this medical file in niman's medical file it was written that he has dementia on a you know they have some uh, scale rating scale or something like that on a uh, 2 or 2.5 on a scale of 5 that is when uh, i think we knew it was uh, dementia and uh, me and my daughter were uh, i mean initially it was very shocking and uh, you know why you know a lot of questions you know and then uh, um, we went through the complete cycle of uh, you know depression denial anger and uh, negotiations and uh, depression then finally acceptance all that you know that uh, i mean at various stages back and forth we used to go travel we knew what a long journey we have with him uh, you know how it will pan out all those things and everything is bookish knowledge you know we hear from them or read from some source or something like that and we knew it was very it was very depressive a very tough time and uh, i think uh, that is what has led to us mm. today thank you so it was very tough time for you as i said yeah. so how did you navigate through the journey till date and what has helped you and what were the challenges can you please explain navigation you know it's, it's quite a big word actually a big uh, thing i think what we learnt over a period of time is that we take one day at a time you know that was the biggest uh, learning that we have had that uh, we can never predict how it is going to be the next day initially how it is going to be the future then not even the next day not even the next moment some one moment he'll be very fine and the next moment he will start something he will cry all that so but we knew we we you know lot of uh, you know all these hard experiences and uh, just watching him and understanding what he is uh, trying to understand what he is going through what he is trying to communicate all that helped us to come to a stage that yes we cannot do anything about it but we can uh, see uh, you know what we can do better or how we can adapt to the situation one day at a time or that moment we are just preparing ourselves and be ready for the next moment or the next thing because uh, no two patients are alike no two days are alike no two moments are alike and everything is very unpredictable that is what we came to know i think um, that's all preparing ourselves to be prepared is what is uh, the learning that we have learned, we have come across you know challenges are the same like how i said uh, no two days are like you know every day is a challenge and there was a time when uh, he always i think he was also in the early stage where he knew that he was forgetting he was very helpless he didn't know what to do so he always used to keep saying that i want to die uh you know uh, always that uh, thing was there i want to die i want to die like that you know it was very different very difficult for me to hear that in the first instance and then try to give an answer which will make him feel better 
and uh, you know in that moment in that uh, you know depression i was also getting into some kind of depression and other things so it is very difficult to handle but then you know slowly we always as the experience as we as the situation pans out so we used to tell him don't worry this that and all that you know at some point in time it was becoming little manageable for me he always wanted to jump from the terrace this that and all that and after that the stress level became too much for me because 24/7 i cannot be watching him and if something happens like this it was too much of a, this one and uh, too much of stress basically and that is when we decided to put him in nightingale for about uh, you know the um, he was there in banaswadi for a while for about 2 to 1 and a half months so that helped to overcome that challenge and when he came back from there i think uh, his depression level or dip- some amount of uh, you know depression was addressed so uh, when he came back he came back as a complete uh, different person he wasn't very uh, you know aggressive he was never aggressive but these are the words he used to say that i want to die i want to die i will die i will jump from the kitchen i mean the from the terrace or i used to run to the kitchen to take a knife and things like that so all these things had completely uh, sort of uh, was not there when he came he was more or less a very calm person but he had a lot of memory issues then mm-hmm. that is when we started uh, noticing the memory until then at least go to the temple buy one or two items from one particular shop not i cannot give him two jobs at a time so one job go to the shop buy this and come he was still doing go to the temple come back he will still do that so all that he was doing but i think when he came back the memory had gone uh, taken a back step and this uh, you know the other challenges had uh, were manageable so i am definitely better you know when compared to this i am okay to have less me- uh, have him less memory than having all those uh, uh, you know those uh, issues you know that's nice thank you so much so um, so as you said nightingale's residential care facility in in a way helped you to cope up the situation. absolutely that's nice so what according to you is needed for a caregivers to support their challenges what else so there are uh, i have come across in this last one or two years i have come across a lot of uh, uh, caregiver groups and uh, most of them online and there are some video uh, or groups which which constantly give uh, some inputs through the video uh, youtube video and all that and uh, uh, counseling counseling i found uh, personally very useful uh, because uh, you know they were uh, giving some kind of a support by listening to you and giving some strategies to cope with the situation this was just to empower myself to handle my emotions and not to handle him we realized that there is nothing that we can do to uh you know um, uh, bring the changes in him we had to change ourselves to suit his needs that is the biggest learning in the last two years for us so we don't tell him anything uh, you don't do this you don't do this so instead we will say that can we do this you know sometimes i will accept sometimes he will keep saying the same thing but i found the counseling uh, was definitely helping and i personally i was finding it very dis- difficulty uh, difficult to accept many changes because they were talking about uh, how some of the patients were uh, responding or behaving many behavioral changes behavioral issues all that and that those were very disturbing me uh, disturbing to me because uh, you know that was very scary what it will be look like a, uh, in the future and all that 
then i slowly withdrew myself from all those things but i continued the uh, counseling part of it and uh, nimhans offers uh, the counseling services from the geriatric psychiatry department they provide uh, one of the doctors whom we were seeing in nimhans he had suggested he said uh, see there is nothing big we can do for him but at the for you to take care of him you need this kind of service and he said why don't you take this and all that and then it went for about 3 months you know and i found uh, not that the, the other uh, the previous uh, counseling was did help me but these people since they are, have the background of geriatric psychiatry they had they knew exactly what to how to support and all that one second please yeah so how to support even the strategies or the inputs that they were giving was uh, very relevant to me it was very very relevant but only challenges uh, you know there the uh, uh, those uh, psychiatrist or whoever it is they'll keep on changing they are into different departments they move from one department to the other department very quickly so one doctor will come and uh, there will be a disconnect and then i will remind them then they will say that no i have moved to another department so i will uh, they will connect me to another person but again i have to all, uh, go through the whole history telling the history and many other things which is very disturbing me every time i have to talk about it it puts uh, you know i i go into depressive mood at least for one or two days and things like that you know so that was the biggest challenge but i think um, whatever suits people they should go ahead with and uh, definitely counseling counseling they should try and uh, once they try only they will know what it is you know what it entails or how it benefits them and all that that will be definitely helpful you know thank you thank you so much for your time and sharing all your experience thank you ma'am thank you i hope it is of use to somebody anyway thank you thank you chandana okay this program was not to scare anyone it was just a part of spreading awareness to the society about dementia An early diagnosis always really helpful to reduce the stress level of a person affected and also the family. Listeners, I hope you too found the program useful and you too feel the same. Stay tuned to Hiriyaravani for more such programs. Government of India has initiated an elderline toll-free number one four five six seven. Elders or anyone on behalf of elders can call between morning 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. for any questions, queries and support to elderly. Bye for now. Take care.